You are listening to Overcomers Church International Podcast. Here at OCI, we are dedicated to our vision of building strong people and building strong churches. From wherever you are listening, we hope that this message leaves you equipped and encouraged. So we've been sharing on um, Romans 12.1. Can you throw it up there for me, please? Uh, figure out, I've never tried this, so this is a new adventure. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. You know, when we become born again, our spirit is born anew. It's born into the kingdom of God, and we receive the very nature of God. Uh, we basically just say, here's my life, uh, and uh, I want what you have, and I yield to you. So at that point, our spirit becomes alive, and God starts flowing in us. And there's also, um, there's also a time when we're able to receive the Holy Spirit. We're able to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit where He comes and He does a work on the inside of us and He fills us. And He gives us a prayer language. What an awesome thing man when I don't know how to pray uh praying in the spirit it just it just it it gets you out gets you out of your out of your mind I guess you would say so it's okay to be out of your mind with God he he's a safe place where we can go and so sometimes praying in the spirit praying in tongues um can be used in many different ways. It can be used um, for tongues and interpretation, you know, out in a service. You know, somebody can bring a word of, of tongues and then there can be an interpretation. And, and that is, it's equal, pretty much equal to prophecy, you know. It sounds just like it, in my opinion. It sounds just like it. And you're, you're speaking... You're speaking what you feel the Spirit of God is, is saying out of your innermost being what He's speaking. And, you know, without having that, um, being that infilling on the inside of you and being able to do that, there, there's just a lot of times that I would fall short and not know what, know what to do. And I, I fought it quite a bit um, earlier in my life. And... Uh, I just fought being filled with the Spirit because I just thought it was way too far out there, and um, and and I also had some teaching in in my past that that told me all kinds of crazy things, and it just got instilled into me that that it wasn't something that you needed, you know. 
But praise God, um, I'm going to tell you right now, I am a spirit-filled, tongue-talking believer, and I am so thankful that I got that in my life. And um, we need it. I sure wasn't planning on starting with that, but that was free for somebody. Thank you, Father. So this morning I expressed expressed uh, how awesome it was to have pastors um, that were as bold as as uh, these two are up here. Um, they they talk about things that oh. A lot of people don't normally talk about. And this Saturday, they were talking about positioning yourself for the poor. And you'd say, well, position yourself for the poor. What is that? You know, it's not poor, P-O-O-R. It's like exact opposite. It's for the poor, the poor of the spirit, and also the pouring out of you. You know, um, we, we are made um, to be like a river. Um, the word says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So there has, to be, there has to be a pour going on. You know, you have to be yielding to God and letting him pour into you and, and change things in you so you can hear his voice clearly. So that you have that you have things to share with other people. So it's just an awesome. I mean, everything God does is just like we we give Him just a little bit, and He just gives us a ton. That's just the way He works. And um, yesterday, I was yesterday I was with my son and. Uh, for a while and he bought this car and it's kind of a gym um, you know uh, he wanted it, it the big thing now is to call him a daily if you're going to use it for like your daily runner they call it a daily you know I just used to call my truck a truck you know but now it's a daily if you got a car well he wanted this for a daily well we got this car and we brought it back and um, this, this wasn't in quite as good of shape as we thought it was going to be. It had some problems. And um, what happened was uh, we started, after we got it home, you know, should have checked it out a little bit earlier, you know, maybe before we bought it a little bit better. But, you know, he really wanted it. And so we get it home and we're checking that all the different things and I thought well open the radiator cap up there was fluid in there it didn't look too bad and then I went over to the overflow on the other side and uh, it, it's kind of an extra tank and this one's hidden underneath the battery and I'm like we need to check and see if it's at the right level you know make sure there's something in there you know so all the levels are right so this thing will stay cool because it was running okay, but we had some problems on the way back. We drove like, oh, I don't even can't believe I'm telling you this, but we drove three and a half hours to pick up a car we paid $1,500 for. 
But you know the cool part about it was? My son told me on the way there, he was like, the guy asked me, he says, why are you coming to buy this? Well, it was a $2,000 car, you know, when we were going there. And <laughs> on the way there, and the guy goes, why would you travel three and a half hours to come get a $2,000 car? And th this got to me. It got to me. He has no idea. But he said, I told the guy, ah, I just really like hanging out with my dad. And we're going to have some good talks, and we're going to get to spend time together. And, you know, I was like, well, that's a good enough reason for me. I mean, I used to pack the girls around all the time uh, playing softball, and we'd drive hours, and Leah, and, you know, this is my daughter Leah up here. And, I mean, one place she was playing, um, the, the, our practices were over an hour away. They were like in Troy. You know, they were way over there, and uh, everybody's like, what's wrong with you? Why wouldn't you get a closer team? And I'm like, oh, you don't understand. I said, she don't talk to me much at home, but when we're on the road, going down the road, that's our time. You know, that's our time. And it was, and we had a lot of fun, and hopefully, hopefully she enjoyed it half as much as I did. But um, Back to the car. I got to get going here. Got to get going. Tell me, get going. Get to the point. Um, so, the overflow tank. Um, go to check it, see how much stuff's in it. And I go over and find this long stick so I could tell, you know, what color it was, a light-colored stick, and went down in the overflow tank. And when I pulled it out, the color of the water was the same color as this microphone, jet black black as coal oil and it was like it's just not good and we both looked at each other and went how'd that get in there how'd that get in there and uh, so at that point we were like well we'll just have to start flushing the we'll have to flush the system out you know we'll have to clean it out and we'll go from there and Levi went to the auto parts and uh, bought a $30 can of KW block sealer. And he's like, this is gonna, this is gonna fix it. It can't be that bad. You know, this thing's got great reviews. I've looked up everything that it's supposed to do. And this is gonna, you know, and I'm like, all right, all right. So we go through the process of starting to, to uh, try to drain stuff out and put water and soap and stuff in there so it can scrub all this oil out, which is not an easy process. And so in the middle of this, we run into all kinds of problems. And when we thought it was full, it wasn't full. And because of it having some type of a problem where there was fluids leaking into an area where they weren't supposed to, um, it even changed from when we took the antifreeze out and went straight water, and we took it out and drove it around to let it flush out, it started running worse. I mean, it was like, it was like spitting and sputtering and I mean, it was, it was horrible. I was like, oh man, this, this is not good, dude. This is not good. So we get it back, and we're like, well, we'll just keep flushing it out. 
Well, in the process, we didn't get it all the way full. We found out there was air pockets in the middle there. It got hot on us a couple of times. Uh, we found out we had a bleeder valve we had, that we needed to open up, and we had to fill it up and do certain ways, and we just went through this whole process until we finally got the thing all the way full. And once we got it full, you know, it still didn't want to run very good because, you know, it still had water going in places that probably wasn't supposed to and a lot of problems going on. But the thing was finally full. So once it was full, he flushed it a few times, figured it all out. I'm trying to hurry. I know you. you. And so what it, I have a point to this. I do. I have a point to this. This still has to do with the poor. Um, so we get to the point where he's ready. He says, he's, I've left him at this point, and he's by himself, and he's flushed it out, and he's figured out how to get it all in there. And next thing I know, he's dumped, he's dumped the stuff in. So, you know, if I was going to put spiritual terms to it and you had to say it was the sealer, it would definitely be the Holy Spirit that went in there. And I'm telling you, he, I had to leave him alone because he, he had more faith than I did that it was going to work. Because, I mean, I, this, I was like, but he, he did. And he put it in there. And he comes in the house and I go, you got it in there? He's like, yeah. I said, have you drove it? Yeah. I said, really? I said, how's it doing? He goes, seems like it's doing better. I go, well, we got to keep running. Got to get that stuff in there to seal all the cracks, seal all the leaks, you know, let this stuff work, you know. So he's like, well, I already ran it some, and it seems to be running pretty good. And, and I, I told him, I said, well, I'm going to take it for a drive. I was wanting to, I took our big speaker because he didn't have a radio in there and sat it because I was listening to a bunch of praise and worship and, trying to just get good and full myself now that we got the car full. And so off I go, and I drive around for like a half hour. And I'm starting to, I mean, this little six-cylinder thing, I mean, it's not that fast, but it's a five-speed car, kind of fun to shift it, you know. I'm starting to lay into this thing, and I drove it before when it was running horrible, and all of a sudden that thing was smoothing out. And it was like running great. And I was like, wow. This is awesome. You know, I drove it around and then I started driving a little faster and maybe I drove it a little too fast a couple times, but it was kind of fun. But I found out the other day that, I said this this morning, but I found out the other day that God, God's in the speed. You know that? He's in the speed. Yeah, I'm telling you, I heard Jerry Savell say it the other day. So if he said it, it's got to be right. You know, God's in the speed. God can change time. God can do anything. God can change time. If, if we allow him to make adjustments in our life, he can save us a lot of time. So anyway, the car gets filled up all the way full, and then it starts running it like, great. I'm telling you, my son this morning, he's like, I asked him, I said, you get it? I'm still on the car. He's like, I'm taking it to Perryville. I'm going. I'm going far. You know, he's got to drive 45 minutes or an hour to get there, and then he's going to drive it all around the day, and then he's got to drive it back home. He's like, it's running great. It's good. But 
the car was finally full. When, when it had air pockets in it and when it had leaks and it had these things that weren't sealed up, this thing was not working right. And that's kind of the same way we are, you know. When we got things, things going on that's causing us to have leaks um, and we're depleting faster than we're putting in, you know, God's trying to pour in, but we're, you know, stuff's running out. And I'm sure it probably looks kind of like that black antifreeze. It doesn't look real good when it comes out because the stuff that's leaking out is not probably pretty good. But I know I love to talk about cars. I do. I saw Jerry Savelle talk about cars for over like an hour one day and then have an altar call. So it's okay. So, anyway, the, the point that I'll try and get to for this whole thing is that if we want to run at full capacity, we got to figure out a way to keep ourselves full. Full of God, full of His Word, full of His Spirit, and we got we to make the, the adjustments. You know, um, just recently, um, I've started just spending more time with God. And there's been times in my life where I was spending a lot of time with God. And I mean, I was just, everything was going great. You know, you're hearing God. And, but but I, was, I was just getting kind of lazy. And I was, at night, I come home tired instead of, Instead of seeking God, I just sit down and turn the TV on and sit there and kind of, and you know it, you know it the whole time that you're, when you're done, you shut it off. You can, you can go like this and go, I didn't do myself any good right there. Because you just get this feeling like, I just, and I'm not saying they're watching a show. I mean, if you, if you're like Gary and you like Hallmark shows, I mean, that, that's Okay. Actually, I've been known to watch a few of them, especially around Christmas time, and cry. So, just putting it out there. I know. I. Oh no, everybody knows now. <laughs> oh, I haven't even shared a scripture yet, have I? They just. I did. I shared one, right? Okay, I got another one. Can you put up that Ephesian scripture for me, please? Hey, I really like this verse. Um, will you be able to go on to 19 after this? Yes? Okay. So it says, and be not drunk with wine, which is in, I say excess. What? I, I don't even know what that word is right there. Huh? Dissipation. But be filled with the Spirit. That's the important part that I always focus on. We, we have to keep ourselves full. We have to keep ourselves full if we want to be effective. Did you know that the, 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 world, the world needs um, something better than what they're drinking? They need something better. The high that they're getting off of things and the stuff that's ruining their lives, the, the world needs... Um, something better and 
You know, we gotta we gotta be flowing in the good stuff, in in the new wine of the Holy Spirit. We gotta be we gotta be getting poured on all the time. And and we also have to be letting it loose. But we have to present something to people, which is Jesus. We have to show them that it's better than what what they're already doing. I mean, they they're they're so blinded that 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 all these highs that they're getting, they're all temporary. But there's a high in God. There's a high in God. I mean, being in God's presence and being filled with the Spirit and drinking the living water, there, there is nothing that even comes close to comparing. And you know what? He doesn't have any limitations on how much of it we can drink. And the more of it we drink, the the better you feel. So let's have drinks for every meal. I don't know. <laughs> so, so it's very important to, to, for us to drink, drink of the Spirit. I'm just telling you, we have to. We have to spend time in God's presence. It's got to be a number one priority. I mean, I, I was in worship tonight and I was just like, these songs, these songs are so awesome. They're just perfectly lined up. I mean, every time we yield ourselves to God, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like the great exchange. You know, we yield ourselves, we yield. And a lot of times we have to continually give over stuff to God that isn't a very good gift. We have to give him stuff in our life that we know is wrong because here, here's what happens. And, and I said this this morning, but Here's what happens with some people is they're like, okay, I hear you talking about this and you're making me hungry and I want to get in there and I want to get in God's presence because it sounds like that stuff's pretty good, you know? I mean, that's where a lot of people start. They're just like, show me, show me how to drink of the spirit. Show me how to drink. And what happens is they get in there and they start spending time in God's presence and God starts going, and you know, you need to make some adjustments. And they have to start changing stuff that's in their flesh. You know, that their flesh wants to do the things, uh, you know, having habits, having, uh, he'll bring up stuff like, hey man, you got, uh, you got to hang up with that guy over there. And I, oh no, I don't, I don't. He's like, well, how come every time, this is him talking to me. He's like, well, how come every time his name comes up, all of a sudden you feel like your blood pressure's going up, you know? Obviously, you know, I haven't totally, I haven't totally forgave somebody there, you know, because it's, and, and what it is, it's, it's, uh, it's clogging me up, you know? It's, it, 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 it's either clogging me up or it's making me have, you know, black gunk like was in that, in that, thing and it and it's causing me to not function at full capacity and I believe with all my heart that God wants us right now to be running you know he wants us to be running I mean he wants us to start believing his word you know in in the realm of healing when everything looks horrible he says trust me 
And we got a choice either to yield to that and trust him and believe him at his word, that his word is true, or, or we can worry and fret and, it, you know, we make ourselves sick then, you know, even worse because we're just fretting about everything. Okay. Let's do this again. Do not be drunk with wine, which is in that, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking, this is, this is how we do it. This is how we keep ourselves full, and, he, and Pastor Kent was touching on it earlier. Um, and we just say it over and over and over again because uh, I just, I know, I know how lazy I can get at times, and this is, this is what we have to do. I mean, we, we're, we're full we're full of the Spirit. Don't get me wrong. When we got filled with the Holy Spirit, we are full of Spirit. But we still got this. We still got this body that we have to deal with. That and 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 our flesh that that doesn't want to do things. So the more we keep packing this in and keeping our mind renewed and and kind of, you know, it says. Speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, you know, we're, we're spending time singing and uh, making melody in our heart to the Lord. Um, these type of things just, just start filling us back up when we get depleted. And it's something that we have to make time to do. Make time for, we have to make time for the Word because the devil is on a, he's on, he's, he's trying hard. I mean, he, I'm telling you right now, you guys should pray for these two more. I'm going to tell you why. I mean, I just got a chance to share tonight, and I got no idea why, but when I got here, man, I mean, I got attacked. I mean, he started coming at my mind just left and right, and I had to, I had to go in there and just settle myself and, and just like recommit myself to God and say, I trust you. But you know, when when you're when you're sharing life changing word of God to people and you're affecting the things in the spirit world, the, we have an enemy out there that doesn't like us to do those kind of things, and. I was thinking today, I was like, man, I, I got to start praying for them more, you know. Uh, for one thing, I'm not, not being selfish, but if I sow good seed into them, then I'm guaranteed, yeah, that works that way, right? But I still want to pray for you guys anyway because uh, I'm amazed at what these guys do. It's just, I'm, I'm amazed. I just... Being filled. I'm going to read you. Oh, I got to get some glasses going here. What? I skipped something. Okay. I got to go on. Ephesians 3.19. The latter part of this verse, Paul's. Paul's finishing this passage and he says, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure 
of all the fullness of God. Does that really say what it, I thought it said? It says that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That means we can get as full, we can never stop getting fuller. You know, we have limitations when we eat real regular natural food because, uh, yeah, it, you get a little chubby if you don't push away early enough. That's all I'm going to say about that. But we get to we get to eat, we get to eat, and we get to be full of God. And we can just keep eating, keep eating, keep eating. And yeah, you can get fat if you don't let it come back out and you don't talk to other people and you don't let him use you and you don't listen to him. You know, when he says, talk to that guy. You know, you're at the store and you're like, man, I'm in a hurry. You talk to that guy. I mean, you never know what's going on. You're in the... You're in the uh, you're in somewhere and you're getting something to eat and you're getting ready to leave and um, take, a, take a moment, find out where your waitress is with God before you leave, you know. Uh, man, we, we, we've had times, we've had times where we, you know, have had some pretty awesome times at some restaurants. You know, the, you do what you got to do to reach them. I mean, you do crazy stuff. You go up to them and you come up with whatever God gives you to say, and you don't, you don't really have to know what you're going to say when you get there. You just got to be obedient. As soon as you start speaking, then he gives you the things to say. Helps if you're full, though. Helps if you're full. Because then when you walk over there, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the waitress that comes over that's not real good, and they're sloshing the drink on you as they're setting it on the table. Well... This is like the good thing, you know. You walk up to them and you're, you're sloshing because you're so full, full of God that, that they're just they're looking. Sometimes they just look at you like, "What is up with you?" You know, favorite favorite thing to be asked. You know what what's going on with you? Man, it's, it's awesome to get to share with people. So wow, I got to read you something out of this book. Uh, that I ran across. It's an awesome book. Uh, it says, Wow, when the reality of his love comes in and, and you live a life filled with all the fullness of God. I like that. Filled with all the fullness of God. Not just selected areas of your life, but in every area. So now the question is, what are you full of? We're all full of something. I mean, just get in somebody's face a little bit and you'll find out what they're really full of, you know. They might, be, they might have some God in them too, but sometimes, sometimes our reactions to people uh, don't exactly express the love of God. I'm just, I'm just throwing that in there. Nobody else ever does that? Then you got to repent quickly because you feel so bad you can't even walk away. You're like, man, I just blew it, you know. Not just selected areas of your life, but in, in every area. 
If we're constantly consumed with our wants, our needs, our thoughts, and ways, then we cannot be filled with his presence. And we can't be, we can't be filled with his fullness. Anything other than his love in us means we are not filled with him. If we carry resentment, fear, bitterness, hatred, jealousy, envy, strife, hurt, regrets in our hearts, then we're not allowing his love to free us, cleanse us, and fill us with his goodness. There, there are times we just have to... We, there has to be a point in your life where you say enough's enough. This thing in my life has held me back long enough. You have to come to that point where you say, uh, God, I'm really giving it to you. And it doesn't matter how many times you've came to him and said and, and tried to figure it out and tried to make it right. Um, I, I, had, I had a dream I had a dream. I had this dream, and it it was not a real fun dream because in this dream I was in this I was in this jail. I was in this prison. And I was in there and I'm looking around and I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. I mean, it didn't seem like I was there to preach the gospel. I was just there in this dream. And I was like, looking around, I can tell I'm locked in and I'm in there with other people. They weren't like coming at me or anything, but I was uncomfortable and I didn't, I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. And so I remember getting my phone in the dream and calling 911, you know, and nobody answered, you know. I remember asking the people in the place, I'm like, who's in charge here? Who's in charge here? I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. And they're like, Nobody had anything for me. Nobody was talking. Nobody's doing anything. And I mean, I'm getting wound up because I'm like, I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be here. Well, then I woke up out of the dream. And sometimes when you wake up out of the dream, the best part of the dream is that you realize it was just a dream. And so I wake up out of the dream, and I go, I go, I'm not in jail anymore, I, you know. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm, I'm all excited because I'm out. I'm free, you know. I'm good, you know. About that time, in my spirit, you know, sometimes you get a still small voice that speaks to you, and then other times God just, I don't know, he has to do things in different ways to get your attention. Well, this particular time, um, he goes, well, if you're free and you're not in there, then you need to act like it. And, man, that rattled me. So then I had to start doing an assessment of my life. I'm like, okay, what am I not free and what am I not trusting God for? So at that point, then I had to go, gosh, still struggle with this, this one area, you know, and he's, and I just hear him say, you're going to have to trust me. You're going to have to believe, number one, that, that I can. And you're just going to have to let it go. You know, because you try all your ways to, to 
get something accomplished. And God just said, you know, you're going to have to let me have it. So that's been like really heavy on my heart because I got a feeling I'm not the only one that, that carries stuff around that they deal with. And the devil's lied to you so many times that you've, you've started believing that you're never going to get out of this. Your, your health's never going to change. You're always going to be the way. That's what he says. You know, you're never going to change. Your health's always going to be this way. Um, you know, um, you're never going to get past this habit, you know, and you're never going to be free of this, you know, and he tells you enough times and, and, and you start believing these things, which just isn't true. I mean, the truth of the matter is that Christ died for all of it and we are free and we have to remind ourselves if it's every day, we have to tell ourselves, I am free in Christ. I am free in Christ. You know, and we have to talk to our bodies sometimes and tell them to tell it, it it's got to line up with the word. You know, you don't have a choice. You have to line up with the word. The, the word says that I'm healed. The word says I'm free, so I'm free, you know. And it don't matter what you feel like. I had, I had somebody, I had somebody one time told me, I refuse to say that I'm healed if I still notice something in my body that's, that's uh, not right. I refuse to say I'm healed. And I'm like, well, that's because your beliefs, your strongest beliefs right now are that you're sick and you're stuck in this area. You've been convinced of that. So I said, I, I can show you scriptures and you can meditate on them and they will convince you otherwise and you can start believing God and get out of this situation. You know, I got a really book now. I want to read you this verse, Ephesians 3.19 in uh, the Amplified Version. Uh, the ending of this and says, and that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God, so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God Himself. I've talked about being filled quite a bit tonight because, you know, it, it's just vitally important. I mean, as, as, as time goes on and we get closer to second coming to Christ, uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff thrown at us. And, you know, if we're, if we're tuned into God and we're spending with God every day, you know, He's going he's gonna to show us ways out of a lot of things to save us a whole lot of time. You know, he is, he can give us shortcuts. Lots of shortcuts. We do things on our own sometimes. It takes us way, way longer to get where we want to go. 
even though we got good intentions, we, 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 still, we still jump out. Sometimes we run too fast. Sometimes we run too slow. But God's got the perfect time, and he's all in charge of time. You know, if we don't have enough time, we can believe God for more time in our day because he can, he can, he can do that. He can change things, and he can make huge changes in, in things in our life if we're willing to submit ourselves to him and if we're willing to give him our entire life and if we're willing to lay our lives down to him and say, take every bit of me. And, you know, there's some stuff in me that doesn't need to be there. And you might say that tonight. There's some, there's, there's some stuff. I've believed some lies. And I'm ready to start believing God. You know, you might say there's, there's stuff in my body going on that's, that's not, uh, you know, that I know is not of God. And, and I want to start believing for, for my healing, you know, because God's way is, is always good and it's always full. So, I, I never really care what I sound like as long as somebody hears the voice of God in something that I say. I, I just really don't care what I sound like. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't even care if you like the way I talk. I talk a little hick. But if you hear the voice of God, I'll stand up here and do whatever I got to do just so you'll get more hungry and you'll want to be closer to God because you know why? I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen when you start spending more time with God if you get more hungry. You might have to pray your guts out to, get, to tell God, give me more hunger. Give me more hunger. I've had to do it. I have to do it a lot. Because our flesh just doesn't like to grow. It doesn't like to do the things. I, I, I don't, we have to train. We have to train our body to do things the right way you know we have to keep it under subjection you know to to the word and we we gotta we gotta let our spirit be what's leading all the time you know because you know in our spirit lives and dwells the very spirit of god i mean we're made that way we we don't have to blunder around we 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 don't always mean to but we still we still do it because we choose our way instead of his. If God is changing your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. If you would like to give or would like more information on how we are making a difference, visit overcomerschurchinternational.com.